This week on Indivisible Westchester, the podcast. Your home, your family's home, you're probably working from home. That is, if you're still lucky enough to have a job, you probably know somebody who's been sick with COVID. It's a very stressful time. Today, we're going to discuss how to manage your anxiety in the age of coronavirus. It goes without saying, we are in the middle of a time in our lives that is very stressful. There's a lot of anxiety. It's also a very unusual time in our nation's history and our own personal lives. Amy Gross is here to talk to us about that. Amy, thanks so much. You are a member of the Indivisible Westchester Steering Committee, also a clinical psychologist and a certified meditation teacher. That is all correct. Thanks for being here today. So, Amy, let's just talk about what you are witnessing right now in terms of what people are coming to you, patients, friends, family. What has been your experience so far? Sure. Um, I think that the entire world at the same time is experiencing this collective trauma or grief of um, to different levels and different degrees. Um, I think that some folks are faring a little bit better right now. They're more financially secure. I think that other folks are having a harder time if they've recently lost their income, um, if they know somebody who's been sick or has um, even died from COVID. So there's, there's different degrees of stress right now, but everyone is feeling it to some degree. Right. So, and and as you said, it varies because, I mean, many people have been sick themselves. They have other friends who've been sick. I mean, the Uh economic impact of this, I mean, a lot of people have lost their jobs. They've had to take pay cuts. They don't necessarily know where the next meal is coming from. Um, Other parents are perhaps working from home and trying to balance now I'm working from home but I also gotta homeschool my kids what if I'm a medical professional and I have to go in and do this every day I mean there's so many right it's impacting everybody in in a different way absolutely absolutely and those medical professionals especially you know some of them are separated from their kids now um, for over a month because they've been trying to protect them now you said something interesting you said that it feels like a little bit of a collective grief is settling in. What do you mean by that? Um, just there's, there's loss of so much, right? There's loss of our usual way of life. Um, there's loss of human connection. Um, and that, can, that alone can start to feel um, like, like, like we're all grieving in a way. Um, and that's why it's so important to take extra steps for self-care right now. So that can look so different for so many different people, but really it's about carving out time to do something for yourself that makes you feel better. Um, helping other people is one of those things you can do that will make you feel better. Um, carving out time every day to get outside, even if it's raining, <laughs> even if it's cold, get outside, get outdoors. Um, you know, we're, we're physically a lot less active, and that also makes us feel more lethargic, mm-hmm. and it can make us feel more down. Right. So if we can get our bodies moving, it helps our minds. You know, when we're, when we're stressed, our nervous systems are fired up. 
And we are almost constantly, especially with the 24-7 news cycle, at this level of stress that our human bodies are not used to living in. Um, We're used to, and and we're built for, um, to handle short bursts of stress. Mm -hmm. And right now, we are sort of at this elevated level. Um, And so our nervous systems are engaged all the time. And it's so helpful to be able to try and settle our nervous systems down Getting outside in nature does that. Breathing, if you could just sit and do some deep breathing for a few minutes, that really helps. Um, Having some kind of joy and recognizing some kind of joy. Um, I know it's been hard for parents with having their their kids around, but do something as a family. Mm -hmm. Um, Really experience, you know, I've, I've seen some of my friends have shared some of these videos of their kids laughing, and it's like contagious. So, yeah. So, you know, just laughing, it releases all of those good, feel-good chemicals in our brains and bodies. So that's just also, I guess, another way of trying to find and foster those human connections because we're such social creatures, right? And that's what's made part of this so hard, I mean, at least for a lot of my friends and family members, you know, especially with the holidays. Yes, yes, the holidays were definitely... um, Definitely a first for probably most families um, to connect virtually with our family from around the region, around the country. Um, so in some ways, we, we connected more right. <laughs> um, with folks we don't normally connect with um, at this holiday. And on the other hand, the, the family that lives right nearby, we, we had to be together virtually. So yeah, that, that was the first. But, you know, thank God we have the technology we do. Right. And, um, you know, I, that's another way to take care of yourself is to connect. Um, use FaceTime, use Zoom, Skype, whatever it is, you know, whatever app you use. Connect with your friends. Connect with your loved ones. So what would be your advice, like, say, for me trying to engage, like, elderly parents? Like, is there a different way of approaching different age groups? I mean, you know, how you would approach your parents would be different than how you would, like, approach, let's say, your your young school-age children. What Are there different mm-hmm. approaches? Like, what would you recommend? Um, I, I think just keeping communication with our parents are, you know, folks who are older right now is so important. Um, a lot of them are feeling isolated and alone. Um, so I know that I FaceTime with my parents every day. My kids get on, they say hello, they even see our dogs, you know, we <laughs> right. try to, you know, we try to kind of get the whole family in and bring them a little bit of joy and breaking up their day, mm-hmm. right? right. Um, and so, and with my kids, you know, um, Shannon, when I hang up with you, I have been roped into a session on the trampoline. Nice. So, yes. That's what, you know, that's how I'm trying to connect with my kids, you know, where, where they're at. Um, I've been playing basketball and doing these things I don't normally do, uh-huh. um, but it's a way to have fun with my kids. So, Amy, what would you say, I mean, because, again, we're talking about, you know, the importance of self-care. What would you say to somebody who would come to you and say, you know what, I don't have the luxury of taking the time or I don't have the energy to do that, to have any kind of self-care? What would be your answer? 
there's always time for self-care. Um, I have uh, a, a patient that I work with um, who is a mom, a single mom with young kids, and we have developed a way for her to just get a few minutes. She locks herself in the bathroom. <laughs> there you go. For a few minutes, and she just breathes. And um, her kids have gotten used to this. They even slip her notes under the door. It's really sweet. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but they know it's, it's mommy's time. And mommy needs a few minutes alone. And, um, you know, in the beginning they were resistant, but, but now it's part of their daily life. And so you can always carve out those moments when you're washing your hands, when you're doing the laundry, when you're making dinner, it can become, um, instead of another stressful thing you have to do, it can become a time for you to just breathe and breathe deeply and in your own mind, take a break. So it's just that having that, just taking the mental, just trying to take, just almost stop your mind from racing, right? Just to focus uh -huh. on the breath. And I guess that's where you being a meditation teacher comes into all of this. Yes, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's um, the when you're able to slow your breathing down and deepen it and lengthen your breath, that is what helps you engage your parasympathetic nervous system. Mm -hmm. And that's what helps us feel less stressed. It helps physiologically and it helps in our brains. Mm -hmm. And that together is what helps us feel calmer. Are there little steps like a little short guided meditation that, that would take just a few seconds or a few minutes that you could walk us through? Sure. Yeah, that, that, I, I'd love to do that. Um, I'll, I'll keep it just a couple minutes. Okay. Um, and if, if your listeners like it, we can do another one a little bit longer. Okay, great. <laughs> okay. All right. So first, I'm just going to ask you to get into a comfortable position, stretch, and kind of wiggle around a little bit until you feel like you're in a seated position, either on the floor or in a chair. And just for this moment... Let your body go. Uh, give in to the gentle feel of gravity and let go. And scan your body and relax any areas of tightness that you feel. So as you notice areas that are tense, just breathe into those areas. See if you can soften them up with some attention your breath and your attention there, just relaxing. And as you scan your body and you relax, focus on your breath. As you inhale and as you exhale. And as you inhale, see if you can inhale deeply. Invite in a sense of spaciousness into your body. Fill up every cell with air. And as you exhale, see if you can lengthen your exhale. And as you lengthen it, just further let go of any bits of tension you're holding on to. And just inhale and exhale and be here with your breath in just this moment. And as you inhale, invite in a sense of calm and spaciousness. And as you exhale, deepen into that relaxation. 
and just breathe. And when you're ready, you can open up your eyes, feeling calmer and more at ease, and go on with the rest of your day. So just that little bit, yeah, makes you feel a lot better. I feel a lot better. <laughs> I hope you didn't hear my husband yelling in the background. I no, I, that, that made it more authentic. We're all stuck at home <laughs> together. That's actually... <laughs> <laughs> My family's like, oh, locked. No. My family's locked in the in the back part of the house. I'm I'm like shocked. Nobody's come like you know bouncing through the door. <laughs> like I, you know, dinner's cooking. The garden awaits. I mean, I I think I, 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 honestly that just made it more real. I mean, this is the struggle <laughs> that we're all in together. Is there any? I I mean, is there any kind of final? thought I mean I think it's clear that this isn't something that's just the light's going to switch on and it's going to be over I think what's clear is again that this is going to kind of become an altered way of life for you know mm -hmm. an unseen amount of time we don't know how much longer it could be a, a you know a tremendously much longer amount of time than we originally thought so any kind of final yeah and I think that that sense is is I think what we might all be feeling now at like heading into week five is like wow this right. is this is taking longer than we ever expected and wow I you know uh, how much longer is this going to be you know there's that sense of uncertainty as well yes. um, you know I think it's really important for folks to take each day as it comes to in some ways maybe lessen expectations for themselves mm -hmm. if they need to do that as well right mm -hmm. you don't have to um, start and finish every single project you imagine to do in your home during this time right um, and I think it's important to be able to ask for help when you need it um, so if you are really feeling anxious if you are really feeling depressed if you feel like hurting yourself you need to reach out to um, you know, we can also post those numbers, Shannon, um, okay. you know, uh, that are 24-7 hotlines and text lines that are available during this time for anybody who's feeling that they need help. Great. Yes, that's very important. Amy, thank you so much. Now you can get back to the kids and the trampoline and the dog and the, the screaming husband. Actually, he wasn't screaming. <laughs> I'll let my family out from their, their you know, quarantine inside the house. But thank you so much for talking to us today. I mean, again, this is a process that we're all going through. And I think... Um, we're only going to be as good as we treat ourselves in the end, right? Yep, exactly. And don't be afraid to ask for help if you need it. Um, make sure that you're taking care of yourself, right? That saying about um, on the airplane, they tell you to put your oxygen mask on first before you assist anybody with you. Right. Um, so you need to take care of yourself during this time too. Great. Thank you so much, Amy. All right. So next okay, time, the, the longer guided meditation. <laughs> I yeah, appreciate it so it. much. All right. Thanks, Amy. Bye-bye. Okay. Thanks for listening to Indivisible Westchester, the podcast. Proud member of the Demcast Network. Find us online at indivisiblewestchester.org, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Stay safe and be well.